constantly sweating all the time. 45 years old, no one told me. Didn't get the memo. No one said, hey, your whole life is going to be insane now. Does anyone else, anyone else doing, anyone else sweating and they're supposed to keep it silent? Nope, just half of the people that live in the world. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. No one wants to talk about menopause because it's like, oh my God, you can't have a baby anymore. Are you still sexy? Yeah. Not having a baby is like the sexiest thing about sex. Like, isn't it? That's, woo. I take care of other people's babies for money. I touch baby dicks for money. That's a thing I do. I am a nanny, yes. I touch 18-month-old baby dicks for money. Just keep them all clean. Uh, girls, you gotta wipe front to back, you know? Boys, it doesn't matter. Just You just can get willy-nilly. They're just dirty little creatures. Uh, what I learned about an 18-month-old child is if you stick it in six inches of water, it will play with its dick. Like, they... <laughs> I don't understand why everybody's circumcising their children. Oh, it's for cleanliness. It's for cleaning. The baby will clean his own dick. It's fine. You don't even have to touch it if you don't want. It's fine. Well, you know, I don't get it. Having, having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, all right? Because you're making eye contact with the baby at all times. You know, getting banged from behind. Baby's right there. It can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyways, you know? Just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, does not make me a bad nanny. It makes me a bad nanny. <laughs> baby's not going to remember. It's fine. I'm a good nanny. I don't believe in chopping off the tips of baby's dicks. I don't believe it. Um, I mean, I do get it. Like, I Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, everyone. We have a covenant with Yahweh, and uh, we give the tips of our baby's dicks to Yahweh, and he, like, I don't know, uses them as olives, you know, and, like, eats them in the dark, you know, like puts them on his fingers. Maybe he puts them in a skin box. I don't know what he's doing with the foreskins. Maybe he uses them like calamari on a delicious salad. I don't know what God's doing with all those. But why are we circumcision? His choice, his decision. Why are we just mutilating bait? I think a lot about dicks. That's because I'm a comedian. These are, my, these are my dick jokes. They're like opposite dick jokes. They're like tiny, tiny, tiny dick jokes. You know, the clitoris is a tiny dick. Yes thinking a lot about that because I'm going through menopause and I am horny. Yes! I am hot and I'm horny. I'm sweating at night. I feel like if men actually went through menopause, every corner would have some sort of like cooling system. There would be, it would be figured out. There'd be, instead of heating pads, they'd be like cooling pads that circulated water through your world at night so you didn't sweat. The doctor said, I'm just sleep on a towel. Yeah, that's your medical advice. Mm, yeah, just buy bigger pants. Thanks. These are the these are the this is the doctor's opinions on what I'm supposed to do now that my whole life is changing. I do. I uh, I sexually harassed the mailman the other day. <laughs> he's really good looking. He's the 20th Street mailman, and he's like 26, and he's blonde, and he was wearing like his mail shirt, and it was open, you know, and his wife beater on. Could see a little nip through there, right? Mm. And so I stopped him and I said, oh, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. Sexually harassed the mailman. I, I, but it's like, uh, I guess it's only sexual harassment if you're ugly. I'm like, ah, oh, look, I'm so cute. Ah! <laughs> ah, I love double standards, yay! That's feminism, right? Like we're allowed to objectify equally now. 
They're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't objectify women. No, no. Everyone's going to always objectify everyone. So that's the beauty of feminism. We can objectify right back. What, what? And 26-year-old guys seem to like it, is what I'm saying. They're kind of into it. You know, like he was sort of asking for it. He showed me a little nip, you know what I mean? You know what I love about watching soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make their goals. They're like literally making goals. It's amazing. I love to watch it. What? I do. I love watching comedy. It's so amazing to be around so many 26-year-old comedians because I'm actually supposed to stare at them. <laughs> like when they're on stage, like I'm allowed to. I'm encouraged to stare at them. Yes. I don't know the difference, catcalling, complimenting, all that stuff. It's all, it's very, it's a very tough world. I, I, I don't really understand the difference. I'm tr figuring it out, right? I live in the tenderloin. Does everybody know where the tenderloin is? Yeah, you're like, oh no, yeah, I live in the tenderloin. So, you know, sometimes when I put myself together, I get comments. I was walking down the street the other day and a nice gentleman said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's a straight up 100% well-formed, I'm taking it, bing, compliment. 100%, not catcalling at all. Loved it, enjoyed it, smiled, yeah. I'll smile more, hell yeah, I'll smile more for that. Another gentleman said, you have a nice fit on today. I am fit, it's an outfit. Thank you, double entendre in catcalling, I like it. Try not to wear skirts in the tenderloin. A gentleman said to me, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? <laughs> ah, that's cat calling. Ah, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird, man. That's gross. All right, that's, that's on you. Actually, it's on me. It's, it's a problem. I'm horny and I do understand cat calling a little better. I just got a new cat. Right? And I've been calling my cat. Come here, baby kitty, come here. I love you, baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. Baby kitty, baby kitty, baby kitty. Don't run away from me, baby kitty. And then it shows me its little cute little butthole and I'm like, oh! And then I run over there and I pick him up without consent and I flip him over and I turn into a baby and I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> Just saying I understand cat calling. <laughs> like I really 100% get what's going on there now these days. Crazy stuff. I am a feminist. Feminists, yeah, you're a feminist. She's on the bill later. She's super feminist. Yeah, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. It's like the precept of feminism, something like that. A lot of women in the 70s read books and burned bras so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> Equality now. Uh, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade meaty it's meaty yeah i am a feminist though i have to call myself a feminist i don't know what other words to use right because i can call i mean words are political they have meaning and i'm a female i'm a person i'm a what man right we're all people <laughs> i know it's not spelled like that but boys have a people and girls have a vagina so I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. 
Anybody spell? Can anybody spell? Spell with an I! Yes! I am a feminist! It's all around us. The misogyny, the patriarchy, it surrounds us all the time. Every month I used to menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do. And you put your name on it. And you think it's gross. <laughs> menstruate. Makes no sense to me. Right? When, when women have sex for the first time, they break their hymen. <laughs> hymen, hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. <laughs> the one I really do understand right now is menopause because men are pausing on me. They're like, whoa, I don't know if I want to get into that. You know, and I'm, whoa, pause, not into it. Whoa. It's cool. Feminism's great. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats! Cats, cats, cats! I love cats. Any other cat people in here? Like super cat, yeah! Bow to your alien overlords with one paw. Just, oh, listen to them, they know everything. I love my cat so much, and I know that he loves me because I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is, it is ahi tuna. Speaking of other things you don't want to put in your mouth, uh, ever, anyone notice that balls have been on the menu since 2002? Just me? Guys trying to stick their balls in your mouth? Anyone else? Just me? Cool. <laughs> Uh, I say let's deal with my issues. I'm hungry. So if you could dip your nutsack in some marshmallow fluff uh, and then roll one ball in chocolate chips and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs. Because if I'm going to have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth, kind of want it to taste like summer camp. <laughs> S'more dick, please. <laughs> Last balls. S'more dick. You came just in time. Hooray. Yay. Uh, hey, everybody. That's been my time. I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Yay. I hope I didn't freak you out too much with my gross, gross jokes. Uh, I, we sing a little song here at the clubhouse before we get started. If you know how it goes, sing along. If not, you'll figure it out. M-U-T-I-N-Y. Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. I need to get a vaporizer. <laughs> M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! You're already here. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited for this lineup tonight and for all of you in the audience and for your support of Mutiny Radio and for all the people out there listening on mutinyradio.fm. Thanks for listening to us, too. Uh, our first comedian of the night, he is a hilarious dude. You're going to love him so much. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Legs Malone! Hello, everybody. Like he, like she said, my name is Legs Malone. The reason why is because I'm the comedian with only one leg. 
I just want y'all to know I'm a, I be hella mean sometimes So y'all can laugh at me I ain't even tripping Man I just want y'all to know man Y'all ever saw the show Catfish I be catfishing females too But I be doing a handicap style So mine's be a little bit different The only thing is like You know how you typing away In order to meet them so I be typing her stuff that I know females want to hear. Like, Legs Malone is a real stand-up guy. All right, they're just in case they like the healthy type. I used to run track also. Right, but the only thing is, I pulled up to the girl and she seen me get out my 1998 Dodge Green Caravan, right? Can y'all believe the first thing she got to have, she don't even say legs, hello, how you doing? The first thing she see when I walk up to her, the first thing she say is, I thought you said you ran track. I'm like, I did. I never told you how long it took. <laughs> right, then she say, I thought you said you had a, a new Dodge Caravan. I say, I do. I just got it off Craigslist, so it's new to me, right? Another thing, see I done got high. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all, I'm fucked up. I was gonna try to do this shit clean. As y'all see, it's not going that way. You know, stuff happens. I ain't fucking with Pam no more. This was the last time. You can't fuck with the medibles. You can't fuck around with that. <laughs> it's true, right? Man, but, man, y'all, yeah, yeah. The other night, right, I had a nightmare. And in my nightmare, I had two real legs. But I didn't know what to do with them, so I just stood there all day, right? So then finally, I thought to myself, I know what I want to do. I'm going to go to the kickball field and play kickball, right? Man, in my dream, I'm at home play. I got my leg winded all the way back, right? You know, just like when you dream and you just about to get the money, but you wake up, same thing happened to me. I got my leg winded all the way back and all of a sudden I wake up, right? I'm mad as hell. Tried to go to sleep, but couldn't. But some said, look up. I look up. Why I see my leg on the ceiling fan just going around and around and around, right? I'm like, dang, still missed the kick. Man, not too long ago, right, I was tragically diagnosed with MLC. MLC is short for missing limbs complex. So anything you say or do will get taken out of context. So, right, so I decided to chill myself up by taking me and my girl out to dinner in the movie, right? So we go see that movie that everybody was wanting to see at the time, Cars 3. <laughs> right, so we come out of seeing Cars 3, and I decided to take her out to eat. So I go take her to that place that everybody loves to go to, El Denise. <laughs> right, so I make sure to order us that two pancake special. And I make sure that each pancake got its own smiley face. Because I want everybody to know we in love and we hella happy. Right? So me being a gentleman, I make sure to get an extra plate. Right? So the next thing you know, 
All of a sudden, now she's she turning her happy face pancake into a frowny face pancake. So I ask her, what's wrong with you and your pancake? Why the hell do both of y'all upset? Why well, she said, ah, it's not that. She said, the thing is, is that I hate Denny's. I like IHOP. I ain't gonna lie, I lost it. I took it out of context. Thought she was clowning me. Right, so I hopped up. I hate IHOP. I like Denny's. I hop all day, 24 hours a day, I hop. You like the girl at KFC? I go to KFC earlier that day to get me something to eat. Can y'all believe this girl got the nerves to ask me, do I want a leg or a thigh? She see I've been wanting a leg my whole life. Right, shoot, man. I, fellas. I don't know, but, man, if you go to the nail shop to go with your girl to go get her nails done, can some of y'all just stay at home and just do some man stuff? The reason why, because some of y'all getting too comfortable taking pictures, snapping Facebook live videos, Instagram live videos and stuff. And I think my girl may have seen your video because the other morning she asked me, she said, legs. I said, good morning, boo, what's up? She said, let's go to the nail shop. Go get your feet done. I ain't going to lie. I start laughing because I thought she was giving me a joke. First off, I ain't got no feet. I only got a foot. So I'm very serious with the next question. Is the girl at the nail shop still going to try to charge me full price? <laughs> See? What? Because they charge her full price? I'd be hella mad because they get done with the job hella early. They ain't even doing, they ain't even doing the full set. Exactly. See? We go together. Which one she missing? The right one? The driving one, probably look, they probably be getting, probably people be getting hella scared when they drive with me. <laughs> my, one, my one partner, he was like, it was the, the place was only like three minutes away. But it was closer getting there on freeway. Can y'all have the nerves? He gonna bitch up and start trying to be like, nah, legs, we're not taking the freeway. We gonna stick with the, we gonna stick with the streets. Like, you old sucker. Shoot, right at but one thing I do want to say, though, man, y'all need to quit telling us handicapped folks that we could do anything we put your mind to. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, because we can't do everything that we think we could hell we could do. Case in point, a true story, right? Not too long ago, I'm in, I'm in Seattle visiting my cousin. He about to play the Niners. Again, this whole weekend, same damn thing, right? So he about to play them. The night before the game, we had his house in... They riding on the hoverboard. I want to ride the hoverboard. So I ask him, I say, cuz, let me ride the hoverboard. Can y'all believe he going to have the nerves to say legs? Are you sure? I'm like, hell yeah. Y'all always tell me I can do anything I put my mind to. I want to ride it too. So I get on the hoverboard, right? When I get on the hoverboard, it's like God is trying to make a disaster not happen. Right, because when I get on the hoverboard, only one side lit up. Right? So I'm just going around and around and around, right? So then finally I say, you know what? I know what it is. It's not picking up the sensor from the fake leg. Let me just stomp down on it real hard, and it should pick it up. What my cousin did not tell me 
is that when you are in this position, that thing takes off. Right, so I'm thinking I just put my stump down. Next thing you know, I guess it picked up the sensor because it took off. But I panicked and I got scared. You know, like in the movies when the accident is just about to happen, but the driver decides, right, at this moment is the right moment to jump out the car. Same thing happened to me. I panicked. I jumped off the hoverboard, right? I'm on the ground, but my leg is still on the hoverboard. Right, but my cousin, he decided that all of a sudden he wants to put a damn skateboard ramp in a damn living room that goes out towards the back of the damn yard, right? I must have pressed down too hard because the hoverboard in my leg is going down the ramp at this point, right? And it goes out the door. Luckily, my cousin had just got this gate putting up because on the other side of his backyard is a lake. So if that gate had not been there, I would have lost the same leg twice <laughs> in one life. <laughs> got, what, got hit with the light, so I'm going to make this little joke quick, right? It's this man, he's standing, it's this man on one leg, right? He's standing at the ATM. This dude on two legs passing by. So he has the dude on one leg. What are you doing? The dude on one leg says, oh. I'm just checking my balance. <laughs> well, that's my time. <laughs> but again, my name is Liz Malone. Y'all have a good night. Bye-bye. Legs Malone, everyone. Yay. Absolutely handicapable. I'm sure you hate that term too. You're like handicapable. Fuck my, fuck that. But it's um, it's no. I don't know what I don't know what to call people. But it's amazing you're uh, walking around on on all the legs. The hey, it's still a leg, even though it's you know it's made of what's it made of? Titanium. All right, fair enough. Some metal compound holds his life together. That's Legs Malone. Yay! Keep it going for him. Yay! Your next comedian, what a funny young individual he is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Connor Lonsdale! Keep it going for your host. She's fantastic. Legs. Is your cousin Marshawn? Is your cousin Marshawn? I thought so. I could see it. Hey, what up, though? <laughs> Is he in shape? Is he really in shape? Should I be worried? I got real scared when I heard that, actually. Do you, you guys don't care about sports, do you? No. All right, I'll shut up. Um, folks, I've, uh, I've been going to couples therapy for a while, and, um, we have just learned that I am single. <laughs> yeah, uh, big shock to me. I was like, what? And the therapist is like, uh, yeah, I've been trying to tell you for a while. I'm like, so, so she's just gone? He's like, yeah, I've, I've never even met her. <laughs> I was like, what? 
What? Well, hold on. If if this is couples therapy, and she's never been here, what have I been paying you for? And he's like, you haven't. You haven't paid me at all. I am not real. You just made me up for this stupid joke, if that's what you want to call it. And I was like, what? Not real. What about this office? He's like, does not exist. You are in the shower, crying. And I was like, what? Okay. Well, as long as we're here, do you have any advice? He's like, yeah, uh, stop doing this bit. It is way too long. It goes nowhere. Solid advice, Doc. Anything else? Yeah, think of an end if you're going <laughs> to. All right. So how are you guys doing? Yeah? Everyone's doing good? Well, as you may have figured out, I uh, got dumped recently. Thank you for your sympathy. That was pretty brutal. Um, let's try it again. I got dumped recently, guys. Yes. Um, yeah, dumped recently, and I've now reached the point where it is definitely unhealthy to be using the word recently. <laughs> it is unhealthy to still be telling these jokes, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while, you know? You know, like the little uh, the kissy face with the heart? Long gone for my frequently used emojis. I had to watch it like slowly drift away as it moved down the line. It's like watching her leave me again. Come back, kissy face. As the kissy face went down, uh, sunglasses man went up. I don't know why. I was not feeling cool. Not at all. Hey, speaking of emojis, I was texting my mom the other day, and she sent me the heart eyes emoji. I was like, what? Is my mom trying to fuck? I I am single now. Oh, no. (laughs) That one's weird. My mom does not like that joke. But, um... I don't know, guys. I I like I kind of saw it coming, you know. Like my ex, she was a she was a big feminist, which is cool. But she was like too extreme, you know. Like you gotta be like she was the type that would always root for the female character, regardless of their actual merit, you know. It got ridiculous. Like we're watching Jurassic Park, the T Rex is chasing Jeff Goldblum. She's like, "You go, girl." Game of Thrones at the end, Khaleesi goes all Hitlery and burns down the city. She's standing up like, who rules the world? <laughs> girls, girls, that's who. Okay. I don't know. We're watching a documentary. The Black Widow Spider. After mating. 
kills the male and eats his fucking head. She's like, yas, slay, yas, queen. I was living in fear from that moment on. I wasn't just going to stand there, though, and accept my fate. I got proactive. I mean, preemptive. Yeah, I killed her and ate her fucking head. No, that's a joke, guys. Remember, she dumped me. That's why I killed her. No? Okay. (laughs) I made it all up, guys. I made it all up. She wasn't a feminist. She was perfect. (laughs) I'm kidding again. I didn't kill her. I'm keeping her alive. In my basement. No? It's a joke, too. I don't have a basement. Look at me. I can't afford a basement. I live in somebody else's basement. No, not my mom. It's a buddy of mine. His mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I don't know, some people don't like that joke. You know, sometimes I get feedback, the killing your girlfriend joke. Like, no, violence against women is never funny. I'm like, what if it's imaginary? Still no. Okay. Um, It was a man. Yeah, I got dumped by my boyfriend. So I killed that stupid man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was white, too, that piece of shit. And straight. That's why he dumped me. Now violence is okay. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I will... It has been a while, but... It was rough at first, you know? Getting dumped. can be so sad. My friends told me to get on Tinder. They were wrong. Yeah, it turns out scrolling through pictures of hundreds of women that you're never going to talk to makes you more lonely. (laughs) Way more. It's like, oh, here's an idea to help starving children. We'll give them an app and they can look at pictures of food. Oh. Oh, my God, I want it. I'm sick of Tinder, though. Like... I just, there's so many women out there with no bio, like, at all. It's just, like, you don't want to be superficial, but then you don't give me a bio. How am I going to, like, break the ice if I don't know anything about you, you know? Like, I saw this one lady, her whole profile, all it said was, I love tacos and coffee. It's like, tacos and coffee isn't a personality. How do I start a conversation with tacos and coffee? Like, oh, damn, girl. You must love shitting. (laughs) You want to be my doo-doo queen? Yas. I think think that's it, you guys. That'll be it. Thank you. I'm going to, I got a laugh there. I'm going to get off. Well, that's good. Carter Lonsdale, everyone. Yay! Yay!
Wow, that's so sweet that you're internet dating. I've never done that. I've never internet dated. That's like the one thing where I'm like, I'm better than other people. I've never internet dated. Some people say when you internet date that you should raise the bar. And some people say you should lower the bar. And I say meet at the bar. What is wrong with you? Why do you have to fill out a survey about someone before you meet them at the bar? Just meet them at the bar. (laughs) It's like that easy. I don't get it. Kids these days sending emojis to each other eggplants I still have a dumb phone so I can't even get emojis they all just look like little rectangles I'm like I just guess what people are saying to me I'm like rectangle rectangle I wonder if that's like middle finger cat eyes like what's a what's that about Uh, I'm really excited for your next meeting he's from out of town he's the reason that many of you are here put your hands together for Jeff Buck yay give it up for Pay him one more time. That's working, right? Get over here, DJ Dave in the booth. I feel like uh, it's my co-host for the night. I think he agreed to it reluctantly. Dave, can you talk in the mic? Or you can just honk that horn back there. Sweet. That's Dave. That's how we'll communicate. Hey, Dave, if you like any of my jokes, just give me a honk, all right? Cool. <laughs> Rightfully said, so, that wasn't a joke. That was a serious request uh you're a dj you take requests i'm requesting honks all night <laughs> for my set you guys are a lovely crowd thanks for being here a lot of hairy guys dave's a hairy guy i'm very clearly hairy we got a hairy gentleman here uh i like i like being a hairy guy uh but i'm a little worried about it because when i when i get older i've always wanted to be a silver fox when i get older but looking how i look i'm scared i'm just going to be a silverback gorilla when i grow up <laughs> That's just more of what's really happening. A uh, buddy of mine, he was like, oh, man, I love the beard. You ever think about changing it up? I think you'd look good in a handlebar mustache. And I realized he's not my friend anymore. <laughs> and I shouldn't take advice from him because he had a Xanax bar mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't know what a Xanax bar mustache, it's just pencil thin. It's got its own SoundCloud page. <laughs> And it's not a real mustache. It's actually just a face tattoo. That's all it is. That's what that is. Um, a lot of body. Uh, speaking of hair, my girlfriend, she's been getting freaky in bed, and she's been wanting me to pull her hair. I, I don't know. All right, Maybe that's not crazy to you guys. Maybe that seems normal. But my girlfriend's black. I'm not touching her hair, okay? That's a, <laughs> that's a trap. I know that. Read a lot of articles on that one. I know I... I know better. Um, let's see. So, uh, aside from, th- I mean, like, I also outside of my outside of my girlfriend. Uh, I'll admit it. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I had dinner with my sugar mama. Mm? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and by sugar mama, I mean my actual mother, because she has <laughs> she has diabetes. Uh, yeah, she is full of sugar. Yes, but I love her to death. I do, which is soon, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty soon. That's okay. Death is inevitable, guys. We can talk about it. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not gonna get sad. Don't worry. I want to be celebrated at at my death. You know, I want like my funeral. If I die, I want my funeral to be like my first headlining gig. I definitely don't want it to be like this. Okay, <laughs> ten dollars at a radio uh, <laughs> booth. No, I, uh, I want everyone there. It'll be our, you know, most comedians, their their funeral is their first headlining gig. Let's be real. Um, but, like, uh, you know, I just, uh, 
I don't know. I just wanted to go out in style. I want I want big celebration. Everyone memorializes people different. Down in New Orleans, they do this thing called a second line, where they have a jazz funeral for somebody. But this doesn't look like a second line, okay? This is like a last line. They're like, ah, oh, we'll get to them. This is not a jazz funeral. It's more like an alt-rock funeral is what I'm giving off. People just walking down the street with arms wide open. <laughs> it's not... Not the funeral I want. I want to be remember. I want to be remembered correctly. Okay. Also, like some people, when they die, their like family and friends, they'll make T-shirts with their face on it. And it's always an airbrush T-shirt with like angel wings, and it looks like they died on spring break in Panama. I don't. I'm better than Panama, guys. You can maybe a better t better than I deserve more than a T-shirt. You know, splurge on the tombstone. Some people they'll pour something out for their friends that have passed away. Every now and then you'll see that, like, oh, pour some out for the homies. You know, it's usually it's a beer. I feel like a lot of my friends were like, oh, the spike kombucha. We'll give it out. That's what Jeff. He probably would have liked that. A little bit of that for him. Uh, people memorialize other people on their cars. From Baton Rouge, Louisiana. One time I was in traffic and it said bones. Best Baton Rouge out of, or best rapper out of Baton Rouge, R.I.P. And I thought that was kind of cool because it was on an Escalade. That's pretty nice. Nice car, had rims on it, cool. If I die and my friends memorialize me on their car, it's just going to say, rest in peace, Jeff Buck, a mediocre comedian from Baton Rouge. And it's going to be on a 2003 Toyota Corolla with hubcaps missing. I don't... Just, you know, I don't know. Just think about it, all right, guys? <laughs> just think. I deserve it better than that, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I also, uh, <laughs> i uh trying to think what else I can say about. Oh, you know, I bike every day to L.A., uh, in L.A., to L.A., not from San I don't bike. You know, I just, I'm really at it, guys. I'm really thinking this commute, saving the world, San Francisco to L.A. every day. These legs are like nothing you see. No, I bike in LA every day to my job. Uh, and so statistically, I feel like I'm just going to die on the bike. Let's be real. Uh, it might happen. And I, I'm okay with that because I'll put up a ghost bike for me. That's how they'll memorialize me. I'm all right with that, guys. Ghost bike, raise awareness. Watch out for bikers. I'm cool with that. Uh, could be worse. I could die on a scooter. And then they put up a ghost scooter for me. That's... <laughs> That just sounds like a Banksy piece. If you just see a ghost scooter on the side of the road, that's no, not. No one likes scooters, okay? Scooters are like the, like somehow we're like skateboarders, you're in. But as soon as you put a handle on it, we're like, get the fuck out of here. It was no longer cool, okay? You've never seen a scooter, or I don't even know what you call them, a scooter. Like skater sounds cool. You can't be like, what's up? I'm a scooter. <laughs> Sorry, do you have a stuttering problem? What's going on? You never see them at a party. They're just, they're never fucking, yeah, hang loose. They're like, I got to pack this up into my rolling book sack and go study. <laughs> they're not, I like skaters party, man. I like skateboarders. They're cool. They hang loose. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they're fun, man. I had a friend growing up, uh, one of my best friends, he was a skater. And he was always like, uh, man, I can't, I'm going to be a professional skater. You know, I'm going to get sponsored. Uh, and he was, he tried so much. He, he partied too hard though. He died of alcoholism. So, you know, maybe he should have got sponsored for that instead of skating. I just, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, that's all right. We memorialize and we put up a ghost skateboard in our room. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> just a ghost half pipe. That'd be <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I, uh, anyone here sober? Any sober people here? That's good. That's good. You guys. <laughs> You guys aren't responsible at all. I can tell. <laughs> I don't know. Surprise! I, I applaud people that are sober. It's it's tough, man. Sober people have their shit together. Okay, they like do the dishes. <laughs> you know, 
I still have like dishes soaking from like two years ago. I'm thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe it's ready to wash them. I don't know. Uh, that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how you know he's not sober. It took him a while. He's like, oh, I, uh, we kicked in. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know. Sober people, they. Uh, what, what what else can I say about them? They're perfect, you know. Even a sober drug dealer. Anyone have a sober drug dealer? They'll sell you clean piss. That's <laughs> they'll give you the, they'll give you drugs and piss in case you get caught. That's uh that's just smart. They're on top of their shit. Okay, they got the loud pack. It's asparagus pee. That's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to work on that bit more. What do you do? Trapping out the bathroom. They make urinal cake. Could be a new rap song. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. Uh, don't work out bits on this stage, I'll tell you that. Just come <laughs> come with what you know, man. Just come with what you know. That's funny. Uh, anyone here uh, like to eat out at fancy restaurants? I mentioned I went out with my mom to a nice restaurant. You guys, I don't, uh, oh, you went today, Alex? I know this guy. That's good, that's good. I don't really like fancy restaurants, I'll be honest. They're too pretentious. Five-star restaurants, what is that? There's like a kabillion stars in the galaxy, okay? I don't care about your five stars. What the fuck is a Michelin star anyways, you know? It's a fake rubber tire star. You want to impress me? Have a Red Dwarf Star restaurant, okay? I want your Kobe beef to mix hydrogen fuel within itself and then explode. It's a very nerdy space joke. <laughs> Glad you liked it. It's not like fancy food is contextual too. Like pate is fancy at a five-star restaurant, but if you see someone eating pate at a baseball game, you're like, what the fuck's wrong with that person? <laughs> That's no longer fancy. That is disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. Bone marrow is poor man's food. It shouldn't be $30. I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I have such a gripe with that. Also, it's like fancy restaurant. Like uh, I, I, I work in restaurants. I was uh, gonna aspire to be a chef, but I didn't feel like getting a bunch of shitty tattoos all over my body. <laughs> it's true. It's like every chef I meet, they have like tattoos all over their body of like culinary, like like knives and spoons and forks. Like we get it, dude. You cook. No other career does that. You don't see a, like an accountant with an, a sweet abacus on their forearm. Like yeah, man, it's what I fucking do. It's tough life, counting money. It's not a, plum a plumber with like a tramp stand of a plunger on the back. <laughs> There's no Officer Wilson with an innocent man behind jail bars on his chest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get colored in, but all I need is black ink. Am I right, boys? High five, high five. I'm a racist cop. Uh, it's not out there. It's out. He does have a tattoo, but it's not jail bars. It's uh, one that he can't show online. Uh, I don't know. It was I don't know. That was dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's up? I didn't get any honks, Dave. <laughs> are you just... <laughs> I've been... Like, you guys are loving it, but I'm really trying to impress him. <laughs> I've got no honks so far. Really wanting the honks, I'll be honest. I don't know. I think, I'm a, I think we're all kind of bad people. I think uh, we're all kind of... I never said I was a good person. Um, I know I'm a bad person because sometimes I'll be on Facebook and I'll read an article, tell you the article, say something like juvenile trapped in car after crashing. And I'll immediately just think it was the rap artist juvenile. I was like, oh, fuck, we got to back that ass up out of the accident. Hot boys got to get together. Let's go. And I click on the article. I realize it's just a kid and I don't care anymore, guys. I'm a bad person. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bad people out there. I think like... Uh, 
Uh, I think my landlord's a bad person. Uh, cool, thanks. <laughs> Agreeing with a hunk. That's fair. I think my landlord's a bad person mostly because he has that title, uh, landlord. He's like, I am the lord of this land. I'm like, no, you have a shotgun apartment. Take it down a notch. You're not a deity, okay? Like, even if he was a lord, you know, he's not even chill about it. You know, if he was, a, you know, we all know like Jesus, the biblical lord. Cool. <laughs> You've heard of him, maybe? I don't know. Seemed like a fun guy. He could turn water into wine. I'd hang out with him at a party. Carl, my racist landlord, he just turns water off, okay? <laughs> I got a genuine laugh. He didn't even honk. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. Uh, I don't know. I think dog uh, people that like dog people are bad. Anyone, any here own dogs? Any people that feel like their dog is like their child? <laughs> no, <laughs> your dog is like your child. I don't know. I just don't feel like your dog should. We shouldn't compare dogs and children because I would never let my child lick his own asshole. You know, that's like <laughs> dog and child shouldn't be the same. We just give dogs too much leeway. Like they made that movie Air Bud and we all loved it. But there was a kid in that movie that tried out for that team. <laughs> and <laughs> he didn't make it. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Where's that 30 for 30, you know? He goes home and gets hit by his dad. That's what happens. You lost to a golden retriever? I spent all my life doing that. I don't know. Sorry, I had a flashback. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, too much, man. Dogs. Uh, they, we, uh, my roommate got a dog recently, and he's like uh, taught it how to shake. And the dog will shake his hand, and he'll give him a treat, right? I'll clean the entire fucking apartment. I don't get a thank you, <laughs> okay? I'm just, just getting pissed at dogs. That's all I'm saying. I can do a lot more. <laughs> uh, no, it's all right. Also, I just don't think we should put them together because you can have a sex move called doggy style. That's apparently acceptable. But you can't have a sex move called child style. That's <laughs> not okay. You're going to jail. How much time do I have? That, was that it? Okay, one minute. I'll end on this. Uh, Sex is crazy, guys. I know I just said. I don't even like doggy style. Like, I like the position. Uh, I'm not a nerd. But uh, I just don't like that we call it doggy style. You know, that makes it sound like you make the other person sleep outside so you have more room in bed. That's what <laughs> doggy style is. And they're just getting crazy with sex. Crazy names and stuff. Like, reverse cowgirl? What is that? You know, is that where you send her back to Spain so she'll stop colonizing the West? That's a very historic sex position. Pegging is a thing now. You guys know what that is? If you don't know, it's where a lady will put a strap on, dildo on, and have sex with another person in the butt. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. I just didn't know that's what that was. I thought pegging was when you rode on somebody's bike pegs. <laughs> so they're like, Jeff, are you into pegging? And I was like, yeah, all the time when I was six and seven. I was <laughs> all over the neighborhood. <laughs> Not the same thing. All right, guys, I'm Jeff Buck. Thank you so much. Jeff Buck, everyone! Hooray! Super funny. I'm super old, so when I was little, pegging was that thing we did to our jeans to make them look. Remember in the early 80s when you take your pants and fold them over and roll them up and it was called pegging? Nope, I'm older than everyone. I'm, I'm so old and unhip, I thought Kanye West was an airline. I thought, I didn't. 
stole that joke from Paul Sanford, but I think he's dead, so I don't know. I don't know how that I don't know how that works when one of your friends is like an old comic when they're like 71 and you just stop seeing them around. Do you get to use their jokes at that point or how does that work? <laughs> like it's a good joke. Uh, thank you so much. Um Jeff, that was great. Yay, Jeff, yay! Clap it up again for him. Yay! Your next comic, also from out of town. Put your hands together for Jonathan Gregg. Yay! So much, everybody. Hey, everybody. My name is Jonathan Walter Gregg. An easy way to remember that those initials are JWG, and those are the same initials as John Wayne Gacy. Isn't that fun? Remember him? Jonathan Walter Gregg, John Wayne Gacy. He was a guy, he wore clown makeup, did some other stuff. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, Jonathan Walter Gregg. Hey, everybody. I had a I had a crazy summer. I'm really excited to tell you about it. I had a crazy summer. I stopped taking my medication. Well, that's fun. That's good. Have you ever wanted to let the demons back into your life? It was, it's fun. I, uh, I take a medication for anxiety. And if you don't know what anxiety is, that's the feeling that you get when you find out that your dad's on Twitter. <laughs> That's that feeling that you get. I'm like, Dad, you can't even afford rent. I don't know if this is going to help your situation. I <laughs> describe my anxiety as if you're at a Walmart, and I could just stop there, but I won't. <laughs> my anxiety is if you're in a Walmart, and you're in the customer service line, and you're in that line for like three hours, and right before it's your turn, the guy in front of you, pisses himself and then the customer service people leave and then you're there forever standing in someone else's pee and that's it that's what it feels like in my heart every moment that I'm here on earth <laughs> that's uh, it was a crazy it was a crazy summer hey wait did you guys wait did you watch did you watch stranger things 3 this season, this summer, it came out this summer. Stranger Things Street it is a uh, show on Netflix. It is about middle schoolers trying to touch each other or something. It's middle schoolers trying to have sex with one another, but like zombies keep getting in the way. <laughs> I think it's like a metaphor for adults trying to find work, but cocaine keeps getting in the way. <laughs> you guys, let me hear. Do you have a job? Do people have. Let me hear if you have jobs. Right? The rest of you are super high. That's how, that's, <laughs> what else happened this summer? I, oh, oh, ooh, this is good. I fell in love with a car. Yeah, it wasn't an American car. Sorry, Dad. No, I fell in love with a car this summer. I did, I did. I'll tell you how it happened. I, uh, I really never thought that I'd be that kind of guy that say, I'd love a car, that I truly love a car. I was on a road trip and I had a rental car and it was brand new, it was a BMW, it was a SUV and I sat into the car for the first time, into the seat and I buckled up and as I drove away, the seat belt automatically tightened as you drove away. It automatically cinched and it pulls you back into the seat. And I realized that was the first time in 10 months that anyone had hugged me. So I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> fell in love. You know that hug that you, you didn't know you needed that you got from the grocery store from a guy you've never met? Like, ah, what is this? Oh, wait, this is nice. This is new. I missed this. That's what it was like. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm from Iowa. Hi. 
I'm from Iowa originally. I'm going to tell you three things that you probably can't connect with. I'm from Iowa. I lived in Milwaukee, and now I just moved to Kentucky. Right? Okay. <laughs> three things that you, those are, they, it's over there somewhere. People from Iowa are nice. They are. We're nice. You want to know why people from Iowa are so nice? Because pigs outnumber us three to one. So we let them decide. <laughs> Don't upset. Don't upset them. <laughs> this is fun. The girlfriend lives in San Francisco. That's neat. That's why I'm here. Hi, hi. Um, the, the cool thing, so I live in Kentucky now, and the big difference that I can tell, the big difference between Kentucky and San Francisco, in, uh, in San Francisco, you have statues of people, and in Kentucky, we have statues of horses. Well, we had statues of people, but that did not work out very well. Did not work out very well, except for the people who own a lot of red paint. That worked out well. Uh, I think the statue people eventually said, we should just focus on horses. Let's just focus on horses for a while. Let's just do that. Uh, the other ones not, not, did not work out well. I hope we did the homework on those, uh, those horses. Otherwise, in like 25 years, they'll be tearing down statues of racist horses. Uh, you know, I would not be surprised if horses were racist, because every horse I've ever met was raised by a white family. Been getting to know San Francisco a little bit. I walked by, I'd never seen this before. Uh, I saw a Starbucks uh, Reserve. A star, it was Starbucks Reserve. Right, you've, you've seen that? I didn't know what it I never went in. I imagine they just reserve the right to use racial slurs, and then that's. <laughs> it's not right, but at least you know what to expect when you go in. You guys read the news, right? That's fine. Let's go back to the horse stuff. All right. <coughs> no, I'm from Iowa. I, I grew up very poor, like very white trash. Are my poor people here? Where are my poor people at? Right, are you outside? Are you smoking? Come on in. You're probably outside smoking. No, a special kind of white trash, though. Uh, like uh, the TV show Friends was really confusing. Be it was, because when anyone was upset, no one got hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Rachel makes out with Joey and Chandler doesn't threaten him with a screwdriver. What? <laughs> like it wasn't a fight in my house until the cops were called and someone was placed on a 72-hour psychiatric hold. But that's okay, because if you were placed on that hold, that means you won, because you didn't have to do dishes that week. <laughs> something called powdered milk pour. You guys know what powdered milk is? Powdered milk is what your family gets when real milk is too expensive. When you can't afford milk, you get powdered milk, which is uh, this big bag uh, filled with these tiny white flakes, and you pour water in, and you mix it up. It's, uh, it's powdered milk. It's a Spider-Man 3 of milk. It's like, you want milk, you like milk, you think you're getting milk, but you get Spider-Man 3. I know it seems kind of weird to be all hung up that you didn't get to drink milk, but I grew up in the 90s, and milk was super popular in the 90s. This was like before cable. This was like before almond milk or soy milk or cashew milk or muscle milk. There was just milk, man. 
So yes, I felt weird. I felt left out when I'd go over to my buddy's house and I couldn't afford milk and he's got Scotty Pippen staring at me in the face with a big old milk mustache. You got milk? No, I don't got milk, Scotty! I don't got it! Eventually, eventually I, uh, I got out. I got out of poverty. I, uh, I went to college somehow and I have a job and I do well and <clears throat> I got to the point where I uh, I could afford I could afford milk, so I remember the day I went. I was 27 years old. I went to the store and I bought a gallon of whole milk. And I took that gallon of whole milk home. And I took it back to my apartment. And I poured a big glass and I held it up and I said, "This is it. This is me. This is who. Uh, this is what I've earned." Okay. And I took a drink. I took a drink. It's too strong. It's way too strong. I don't know what they put in real milk, but it's too, oh, yeah, man, it's way, like, if you feel it, it sinks down in you, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Like, give me the, give me the powder stuff. Give me the stuff that, it's gray. It's a gray, it's not milk at all. It's too strong. One of the nice, one of the actual nice things about uh, having a job in a career uh, is sometimes you're allowed, sometimes you're allowed to date smart, successful women. Isn't that neat? Isn't that cool? Because they teach you stuff. They teach me stuff that I did not know. Like on the outside, I might look like a well-adjusted man, adult. But on the inside, I'm a child that grew up in a house where the lamps were on the floor. Do you understand what that means? But they teach me so many nice things, so many good, useful things. I had a girlfriend teach me one time, Jonathan, after a shower, close the curtain. Otherwise, it might cause mold. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Because growing up, we didn't have a shower curtain. It was just water everywhere. (laughs) Absolute chaos. You had a 50-50 chance of slipping and dying every time you took a shower. I had another girlfriend tell me, Jonathan, you need to have three months' salary saved up in your bank account in case of an emergency. I'm like, in case someone throws a last-minute party and I need to buy emergency drugs? And she said, no, in case you lose your job. Well, babe, if, if I lose my job, doesn't that sound like the perfect time to do a lot of drugs? And then she left. Fell in love with a car, remember that? (laughs) Fell in love with a car earlier this year. And uh, we do everything together. We do, and we would get dinner at the the drive-thru. We would see movies at the drive-in. We love the water. We're on the car ferry every couple times a month. We love it. But, uh, you know, all good things, I guess, must come to an end because the car and I, we, well, we, we broke up. She was stolen. Ever go to the Chicago? It's a Midwest, Midwest joke. <laughs> go to the Chicago. It's, it's over there, too. It's in that same. A lot's changed. I'm, um, I'm 33 now. That's crazy. I'm older. I'm getting older. The sweater doesn't tell you that, but I am getting older. Things have changed. When I was young, when I was a kid and I saw a black cat, I would go, ah, because I was scared. The other day I saw a black cat walk in my car and I went, oh, 
cool because I'm lonely. See the change? I've changed. I'm a changed man. Hey, thanks, Pam. Thanks, Mutiny Radio, for bringing me on. Jonathan Gregg from somewhere in the Midwest. Keep it going for Jonathan Gregg. Yay. All the way from Kentucky. Weed is not legal in Kentucky, is it? Welcome to California. Yeah. Uh, anyone ever get so high they forget how their own shower works? Just me. Happens all the time. I'm like, it's hot. It's cold. What do I do? Ah! Why am I Airbnb in my own home? Why is there cat litter on the floor? How, why, how much am I paying for this place? Christ. All right, your next comedian. He's such a funny dude. I'm so glad that he's here. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion. For Mike Evans Jr., yay! Hello, everybody. Uh, fucking, how was you guys' Christmas? Was it good? It's good? Cool. I don't like Christmas that much. It reminds me of, uh, of the kids I have to teach when I go back to work. I gotta hear about the shit that they got. I gotta, like, see the shit that they got get broken, get stolen. I work at a middle school, which... From the way I described it, it sounded like a jail at first, but <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing, though. I, uh, isn't it a trip you can go to college and then still end up at a job you don't like? Isn't that, shouldn't that be illegal? I really hate those fucking kids. It's really crazy. Because like, I, I used to teach at an elementary school, which was way better. The kids are way cuter. You could lie to them, and they believe it. And all fights were just solved with hugs. I used to have this one lie going that, uh, you know, I was like, hey kids, if you don't do your math homework, uh, global warming happens even faster. <laughs> she said, oh shit, that's scary. If you know what global warming is. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty messed up, right? Another lie I used to tell the kids was that uh, my ex-girlfriend is Beyonce. <laughs> it was great. You know that song she has, uh, to the left, to the left, everything you own in the box to the left like that was my box that was me getting pushed out by Beyonce the kids didn't believe it after a long time there they were like no uh you know prove it show us a picture call her right now I'm like I was fucking depressed this is not you clearly don't know what a relationship is between you and your ex you can't just call them on command right it's super weird but middle school is a lot worse. Um, on the first week of school in middle school, I saw this little girl get hit in the face with a burrito um, in the middle of cafeteria on the first day of school, which is like, you know, you have your nicest shit you've ever had on, and you just get plumbed in the face like her hair had guacamole and shit in it, and she, she transferred schools, and I would have too. What? That's, that's the worst day of sixth grade ever, but I don't know. The kids cuss too much too. There's uh, there's just one fucking kid that always makes fun of my hairline every day. Um, it's supposed to be straight and not look like this oval like it does now. Uh, and I kind of snapped at him before school ended. Uh, he always goes, hey, Mr. Mike, you don't have a hairline. And I was like, you know what, kid? You don't have a dad. <laughs> he didn't like it that much. <laughs> I went to the whole class afterwards. I was like, hey class, knock knock. Not this kid's father. <laughs> yeah, maybe I shouldn't be a teacher. I don't know. 
don't know. Something in, in me tells me that like I'm doing a good thing though, because like I'm from San Francisco, and it's like really hard for me to like just fucking submit to go work for tech because I know that at my age, that's what makes the most money in this region right now is working for tech, and I hate it because like. I don't get free food. When I hear about my friends who work in tech, they're like, oh, dude, we fucking do yoga at work and Adele jacks off in my soup. It's fucking, it's great. We all get Disney Plus accounts for free. Like, fuck all of you, okay? <laughs> that kid's looking at me like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I have to do something for the future because in your 20s, we can't just look at what's going on in the news and just ignore everything. Like, if I, I wish I was old. I went, to my, I went to my grandma's retirement home yesterday. I'm like, you all are just like, ha ha, fuck all of you. They're gonna die before anything happens and they can still vote, which feels unfair. That's, it's not okay. There's all these age limits and caps and shit and like, you know, you can't do this until you're 21. Like, why can you still vote if you can't drive? Why is that a thing? Maybe I'm yelling at the wrong people about that. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It, it sucks. I'm thinking about like adopting a white kid to infiltrate the Republican Party. <laughs> I think that might be the way to win, right? Just name him like Tanner McConnell. <laughs> right? Could work. Can join the Klan and get into any college he wants. <laughs> it would work out pretty well. I would feel like one day, though, there's a day in every adopted kid's life where you know, the white kid turns to me and is like, hey, dad, how come I don't look like you, you know? I'll be like, well, Tanner, uh, you were sent here from the future to stop conservatives from ending the world. He'd be like, wow, you know, who sent me, dad? I'd be like, uh, Childish Gambino. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Because he has powers. I don't know if you guys know this. That's why that joke makes sense. Um, you know, they need to ask, you know, hey, dad, will I ever be black like you one day? I'll be like, no, but, you know, once you end the NRA, the KKK, and Fox News, you'll be the realest nigga of all time. <laughs> that's how I would raise my kid. That's how I would do it. That's how I would do it. One thing that scares me, too, though, about kids is that, like, people always say that, like, however, you know, bad you were as a kid, your kids would come out, like, ten times worse. And I did some fucked up shit. Like, I masturbate way too often. Like, especially as a kid. Like, once 11 hit, it was just beaten off. Like, lit. let me just give you a thing. Um, for those who watch porn, there's normally really weird ads in porn. Like, like ads of, like, your favorite cartoon characters fucking and, like, you know, like, dick enlargement ads. This guy's nodding way too furiously over there. He's like, this is true. For me... I don't have normal ads anymore. Like my ads are just like the suicide hotline number. <laughs> it's just like shit that's like, sir, you've watched too much of our content. You need help. Please call someone <laughs> right now. We'll schedule counseling for you. And I, I, it's just too much. Like, I don't know. My, my parents did my laundry for a long time, which means there's like a lot of crusty socks. A lot of just, we're gonna go deeper into this, by the way. Just letting you, just letting you know. First time I jacked off, I thought like you, uh, you know, I thought it was like this, like you kind of like hold the cum from spilling out. Like that's, you know, you know what I mean? Kind of just, for those listening at home, you have no idea what's happening. But, and then I turned my hand and it was, it was great. It was, it was a good thing. But uh, don't you hate it when you're jacking off and you forget that you need somewhere to come until it's too late and then your dog just gets the worst of it? Ha, ha, ha.
Uh, I love small spaces. <laughs> Makes you real uncomfortable, doesn't it? Man. Nah, I don't know, man. I, I keep getting distracted by uh, what keeps going on in the news, though. Mainly because when I'm watching porn, too, I've seen an app, so it just keeps popping up. I'm just like, stop! I'm trying to come. I can't think about fucking impeachment right now. Please, <laughs> let me do my thing. Nah, it's 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 rough. I don't know. I, I it's it's weird. Like I kind of see it like everywhere now. Like I can't look at a movie without counting like every black person that's in the thing. Otherwise, I'm like going on Twitter and I'm getting upset about it. Right? Like that's it's like everywhere in society. Like even when you go to clubs, I'm like, oh, this place is just misogynistic. Like fuck this place. Republicans probably love the club, right? <laughs> I hate it. Like I I feel bad for women in clubs. Like I because I realize that. We don't, guys don't ask girls to dance in clubs anymore, or if they ever did, right? Like, you're, you're probably, you've been to a club before, right? Just like minding your own business, dancing, just chilling, right? And w what do guys do, right? We, we, for, we don't even ask to dance. We, for some reason, are like, oh, I'm going to try to hump her now. I'm just going <laughs> to. That was the dick on the forehead, in case. Guys didn't know. <laughs> no, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of things going on in this country. There's one I keep seeing signs everywhere for two things. One for Shen Yun, which is starting to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Getting really nervous about it. I see it everywhere, <laughs> literally everywhere. And the more I say in this microphone, it's probably gonna pop up in your fucking phones a little later. I don't have a joke about it. I'm just actually scared. Oh man, they're gonna come for us. Oh, I'll come for all of us. Uh, another thing I keep seeing everywhere. Fuck, I forgot what I was even gonna say. I started thinking about Shin Yun. I literally had a nightmare the other night <laughs> about Shin Yun. I like got confronted by a couple of people and then I ended up being in the dance and it's just, it's really scary. God damn it. I need to go to therapy. Oh, for Shin Yun. Uh, fuck, what I was gonna say. Oh, God damn it. Mm, it's the weed for you. That is the weed. You're not supposed to go to work high when you teach kids. That's uh, it's a universal rule, I think, not just in San Francisco. <laughs> Haven't done it yet. I've gotten fired from multiple jobs until I start teaching kids, which isn't a thing you tell, you know, the people that hire you. You know, you, when you write down stuff on your resume, do you have to include that you were fired from a place? You don't, right? That's fucking dope. <laughs> for my position though, like not for other things, like, you know, like Congress or, you know, firefighters, I don't know. I feel like there's other jobs you shouldn't get high at. I used to deliver food, which, which of course I used to deliver food, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I was high off Molly this one time. And when you're high on Molly and you're texting your boss, which something you shouldn't do, you, start to be really honest, like he's your best friend. You know when you're on Molly and you're like, hey man, like everything, I, I just love you, everything I used to do, like I'm really sorry. Like I sent my boss 27 individual text messages, individual texts while I was at Outside Lands last year and it was really bad. He just, like I walked into work and he was like, I'm surprised you even showed up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and leave. I'm gonna go ahead and leave. No, that's, that's bad, man. That's bad. He was a cool boss, though, too. Um, sorry, guys. I'm, like, spacing out right now because uh, 
because it's weed. One minute left. God damn it. So many things I want to talk about. You guys want to hear about, hmm, white people or abortion? I'm getting 50-50, Pam. I can do both? All right, I'm going to do the abortion joke real quick. So abortion is this thing. It sucks. It sucks ass. It sucks so much because the United States has this thing where we have sperm doning for men, right? We have this thing where guys can jack off into a tube. Like, basically, men in the United States can get paid to get rid of our unwanted babies, but they're trying to make it illegal for women to get rid of their unwanted babies. It's kind of fucked up, very backwards, right? Because uh, my thing is, they try to put it like it's like a moral thing, but if a live baby came out every time a guy jacked off, do you think we would stop? <laughs> Fuck no, we wouldn't, right? There'd be dead babies everywhere. <laughs> Bart stations, <laughs> porter potties at music festivals, the middle school I work at. It'd be pretty horrible. I feel like laundromats would be the worst, though, because, you know, like I said, we come in our socks, right? Like, guys, we do that. So I'm imagining, like, babies drowning, like, in washing machines. Just, just. Not to white people. <laughs> That's a feminism joke somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> it's dead babies. Let them do. Fuck men. All right. Uh, so for the white people joke, uh, I have a lot of white friends who still like to fascinate about how white privilege isn't a thing, right? It's definitely a thing, 100% is a thing. There's a guy back there who's like, yep, I use my white privilege today. It was great. Walked into a store, stole some shit, no one looked at me, <laughs> right? I have two examples of white privilege. One is the, the, the going to Europe thing. Like, I have a lot of white friends in their 20s that are like, hey, I don't know what's going on in my life, so I'm gonna go to Europe to go find myself. Like, that's, that's a white thing. <laughs> I could never go to my dad and be like, hey, dad, I'm not going to go to school for a year. I'm not going to get a job either, but I'm going to find myself, dad. <laughs> Wouldn't work. He'd be like, you better find yourself a job, motherfucker. <laughs> right? Second example of white privilege is, uh, you know, I just think, White men, specifically white men, that you, you can get away with literally anything. You're living on like this Grand Theft Auto like cheat code where you can just get away with anything in the United States. Like, it's really crazy. Like when you think about everything that's ever crazy happened in the United States from colonization to like the shit you see in the news today with mass shootings and fucking like weird shit in the church, like white men just get away with everything. Like, cause I mean, when you think about it, like Michael Jackson didn't touch kids until he was white. <laughs> Right? Changed his skin and was like, hey, my credit score is going up. No one's looking at me anymore. And that's my time. Mike Evans Jr. with my favorite new dead baby joke. Yay! That was great. I love abortion jokes. No, I do. I do. I only have one regret about my uh, second abortion. And uh, it was, if I went in and they, you know, put me in a little gown and they put my legs in the stirrup and they said, you know, it's five minute procedure. Some people talk, some people don't talk. I said, has anyone ever told jokes? <laughs> they were like, no, that, that's never happened before. I did like the hottest five. 
It was a bringer show. I left it there. It was, well, the, really, my only regret is I didn't have my cell phone, so I couldn't tape the set. So, like, was it real? Did it matter? Like, what was that set about? Like, who cares? It's gonna, I think about it for the rest of my life. What were those jokes? I mean, cool. Abortion jokes. Yay! Mike Evans Jr., yay! Uh, we have one comedian left for you guys, your headliner. I'm so excited that she's here. She's super, super hilarious. She runs a bunch of shows in the Bay. You're going to love her so much. Put your hands together. For Eve, I wanted to call, see, I know you like to be just called Eerie. It's the first, yes. Eerie Diamond, yay! <laughs> Hi. I don't know. I always like to say hi. I think it's rude to just come in and like, like, say hi to your hooker. You know what I mean? I, I don't. That didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. I, uh, I'm in a weird mood. I'm in a weird mood. I, um, well, first of all, I just want to tell you guys, I pissed off my best friend today, and uh, it is not my fault. Um, okay. I thought she said she had joined a dating app called Plenty of Fists. She's got a lisp, and but I was trying to be supportive. I was like, whatever fits, you know, right? And then, but then I was, I was, I was thinking to myself, like, um, like what if there was that dating app? Would it just be, you know, it'd just be like pictures of fists, just <laughs> like next to remotes, I guess. Or like punching an apple pie. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I always want the punching an apple pie part to be funny, but it's not. <laughs> but I just, that's what I see when I, I, um, I, I had a friend of mine over for Christmas Eve dinner and, um, she told me that her, her grandma used to do, uh, she used to do verbal porn tapes, like, there was porn tape. You know this, Kentucky. There was porn tapes. <laughs> Apparently, there was like eight-track porn tapes that would have just like the sounds of people fucking. So it was like the sound of like a porn. And she said it was really funny because they found like an eight-track in her, her grandma's stuff when her grandma passed away. And they found an eight-track player somewhere and they played it. They didn't know what it was. They played it. And the best part of it, the best part of it was not only was it their grandma doing porn, but she was doing it in a mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> so it's like, hi, how you doing, baby? You look really good. Why don't you take off your pants, see? Like, <laughs> want to sit down on that cock? Woo! Like, it's just like a bad movie from the 50s. I don't know. That was the greatest thing was because it was it wasn't it wasn't like a family Christmas. It was like me and and like eight eight of us just degenerate people. We all started doing the porn. Like we were like, oh yeah, give me your cock, baby. Yeah, like isn't that a gay move? You know, like it was just, <laughs> ins it was great too because my friend Bob. Oh fuck, it's on the radio. Oh well, my friend Bob was like was like I'm very uncomfortable we were like really Bob why don't you come on in and take off your pants baby I didn't know you were so limber it must be all that yoga and he's just like oh god it was awesome the other thing that happened that was really funny 
was, um, and this is something that can only happen when it's a bunch of friends, we all started doing like the tattoo down, do you know what I mean? The tattoo down where it's like, oh, you got a little, you got a little tattoo there. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I got a tattoo here. And you just start taking off until somebody finally just pulled their pants down and was like, I got a tattoo right here. And it was my friend, his cock was hanging out. And I was just like, <laughs> and we were, and it just, it was just fucking like this. It was like, uh, okay. Yeah, no, we saw it. It's good. It's good. He started explaining it and stuff. Like, I don't think he realized it was hanging out of his shorts, but um, I don't know. I just want to tell stories tonight. I want to tell stories. I tell you guys a story about um, my sister is, uh, she's seven years younger than me, and she went to, uh, she, she goes to high school in the hometown that I'm from and um, in Southern California, and she calls me one day, and she's like, uh, I think one of your friends is teaching a class of mine and he won't stop fucking with me, right? And this was uh, Sean Pascalini. Fuck you if you're listening to this, by the way. Um, I'm going to put it on Facebook. Um, he, <laughs> no, so he was a high school teacher at that point. And he kept screwing with my little sister because he was friends with me in high school. And he was like, oh, oh, so your eerie sister, oh, right? And so she calls me and she's like, he won't leave me alone. He's being so mean, he's embarrassing me. She's like, she's like in fucking ninth grade, right? So I thought of the worst story I could think of that happened to Sean Pascalini, because we used to party together. And then I told her just to go into school tomorrow and no matter what the question is that he asks you, I want you to raise your hand. And when he calls on you, I want you to just say, my sister told me to say white pants. And that's it. So the next day she does it. She says, my sister told me to tell you white pants. I don't know what that means. And he turned white and has never spoken to her again, like at all. And uh, she said it was actually bad because he wouldn't call on her. Like, it was, he wouldn't even look at her. And I'm going to tell you what that story was. <laughs> um, there was a night that we were all at my friend's house. And um, everyone was on acid. Yay! <laughs> Any acid people? Kentucky? Okay. Um, sorry, I know you're actually from Iowa, but... Um, I, uh, so I, I know Molly, that's like a new drug. <laughs> we didn't do that then. Um, I'm old. I, uh, no, and this is what happened. Um, Sean Pascalini, I'm going to keep saying his name over and over, uh, uh, thought that my friend Todd was his pimp and that he was a hooker. And um, he was running around saying all these crazy things. And at some point, he passed out on the uh, lawn and he shit himself. Yes, not a funny story. I guess I'm supposed to be, anyway. Um, and he had white pants on. And so, just so you know, that's the story. So, thanks. It's not really a joke. I guess you should get back to some joke stuff. I don't know. Um, I, uh, I was walking down the street the other day, and this guy did one of these gestures on me. Have you guys seen this one? Have you seen this one? Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because my first reaction was, like, who gives a sideways blowjob, you guys? It's like, does that even make any fucking sense, right? Not at all, right? But then I was thinking about it, 
And I was like, I could totally give one while I watch TV. <laughs> that, would, like, that would be super convenient, you know? <laughs> like, we would both have a good time. Hopefully he could get through a whole episode of Law and Order. Because, like, I, d I don't want to spit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not in love. Um, I, I don't know. I get sick of guys, I, ladies, don't you kind of get sick of this sometimes, like, walking down the street and fucking guys are, like, staring and stuff? Like, ugh. It's gotten to the point now where I won't even masturbate in public anymore. <laughs> no! Dude, last time, I was like, excuse me, why are you watching me? Why aren't you watching the puppet show? Thank you. I tried that with a lot of other things. Turns out puppet show is the best one. Um, no, but it's like, excuse me, my eyes are up here. I don't know. I don't know. No, I... I I, I just, um, I don't know. Anybody here ever um, gotten dumped by text? It just happened to a friend of mine. Oh, sad. On that phone? Really, Pam? <laughs> <laughs> it was a flip phone? Damn, girl. Um, no, uh, it, you guys, a bunch of you, uh, I usually like to ask people, but it's embarrassing. I, um, we're on the radio, so, uh, no, I got, I got broken up with by text one time, and this is what happened, uh, this, this was a text, the text said, um, I don't think we should go out anymore, because, that was the end of the fucking text. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, nothing, no dot, 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 no, like, ooh, he's writing something, nothing, and all I could think of was, I was really hoping that maybe he was crossing the street when he was texting and just got hit by a fucking car, you know? <laughs> it was <laughs> but it wasn't. That's not what happened. Um, no, it was annoying. It was really annoying. I, uh, I, anybody here name their penis? Anybody? Oh, good. What'd you, what'd you name it? Charlie? That's nice. Um, I had an ex. He named his, uh, he named his penis Keith. After his brother? <laughs> no, it was like supposedly like a huge honor. He was like, <laughs> I love, it was like, I love my brother so much, I named my dick after him. And I was just like, awesome. And then, um, it's like, why doesn't have a mullet too? But um, <laughs> it was weird. But like, it could have been worse, dude. Dude, his favorite person in the world was his mom. <laughs> I'm like, no one's going to suck a dick named Gladys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, oh, I don't know. That's maybe, I don't know. I can't, I shouldn't say that. That's mean. Um, there's probably a lot of gorgeous Gladyses out there. I, um, this is, who, this is who I am now. I fucking backpedal everything. Have you guys, are you, do you do this now? <laughs> fucking asshole. I mean, your asshole's probably nice, you know, not in a gay way. I don't know what's going on. Like, it's just, everything is like a terrible Terrible backpedal. I don't know. I um, used to be kind of slutty. So, yeah, no, you should always clap. I mean, no slut shaming, because that shit used to hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> I, no, I know. It's funny when people clap, too, because, like, I caught that a couple times. Hey, um, it's, 
No shame. It's fine. They got stuff for that now. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. No, here's the thing, you guys. Uh, I slept around so much. I might have some kids out there I don't even know about. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I did not always use protection. That's, that, that's where the clap thing comes from. Your mom really only has one leg? Wow. That's so crazy. Out of nothing else. What am I going to say? Oh, backpedal. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I was just curious. My mom's like deaf in one ear completely. Y you have no, it's true. If you talk to her, and she's just completely, and then she'll just turn around and be like, did you say something? And you're like, I've been talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not, it's 100% true. Um, I don't know, I just, I really, I want to talk to all you guys. Hi, how are you? Good? Yeah, you're boring. Um, <laughs> it's the problem when you do, when you do crowd work, but it's like a small crowd. It, also, I'm not good at it, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I Good. I did a show in Fort Bragg recently, and uh, I was with my friend Chelsea, and she um, she's, she's a black girl, and sh we walk in, and I was like, I was like, um, hey, good news. I was in the bathroom, and one black person walked in, and she was like, cool, because it was all, it was Fort Bragg. It was like lumberjacks fucking <laughs> everywhere, and uh, she's like, that's awesome, and then she's like, just one? I'm like, yeah. He was with a white girl. She's like, yeah, <laughs> so it's just a story. Um, I don't know. I can tell you something about me. Um, I I used to be uh, I used to be half Mexican. Yeah, uh, this is what happened. No, it's true. Uh, I used to be half Mexican. This is what happened. I um, I did an ancestry.com test, and yeah, and I found out uh, that I am uh, I'm thirty percent um, French. I am 20% Irish, and I'm 50%, wow, my mom's a fucking liar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true. Uh, the guy that I thought was my dad growing up, not related to me, okay? I totally know how Jesus felt. Uh, but, like, I can prove my dad exists. Um, no, but, uh, no, the, the, the guy, the Mexican guy that I thought was my dad growing up was like, he's not, that wasn't, it was like, I'm not even Mexican. It was, I was rolling my R's for nothing, you guys. <laughs> so, so sad. It takes me so long to order in a Mexican restaurant. I was like, chili rellenos. <laughs> I don't know, that was French. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Now, and like I confronted my mom, I confronted my mom, and this is what she, she said, uh, she said, well, you know, DNA results, uh, DNA tests are usually wrong. Yeah, and I was like, wow, <laughs> you should tell the police about that. <laughs> like, they are using those a lot. <laughs> and by the way, don't you think the cops could be a little cooler about the whole thing? You know what I mean? Just like uh, you. Your DNA was all over the crime scene. You were going away for a long time. Uh, by the way, you're also 60% Dutch. <laughs> you can totally join one of them Dutch prison gangs now, right? I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you it's fun growing up with a Mexican dad, though. Um, like, I remember one time when I was a kid, uh, we were driving down the freeway, and uh, my dad, my dad turns to me and he's like, he's like, Mija, Mija, 
switch with me. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, switch with me, mija, switch with me. You get in the driver's seat. I was like, dad, I'm 10. <laughs> what? He's like, I know, baby, but you don't have any warrants. <laughs> so, it's a true story. <laughs> it's a true story. All right, listen, I want to leave you guys on a uh, cautionary tale, okay? Um, first of all, don't do crowd work. Um, <laughs> doesn't work. Bad bad idea. Don't tell stories from your life without actually trying them out first. Uh, also, um, I was at the movie theater the other day, like in line to get tickets, and behind me were these two little people, okay? And uh, I turned around and I was like, you guys, if you want, why don't you borrow my raincoat? One of you can get on the other one's shoulders, and you'll just look like one tall person. You only got to buy one ticket, right? And this is what I figured out. Uh, first of all, little people don't like cool ideas. They don't. <laughs> it's like not into that. Um, and then the other thing I figured out is that little people have like average-sized person anger. Did you guys know about that? I, what I realized is, like, I thought it was proportional, but what I realized is I think that the smaller you are, the more angry you get, um, which is why babies are assholes. <laughs> I'm Mary Diamond. Thank you very much. Yay, Mary Diamond, everyone. Huzzah. Keep it going for all the comedians you saw tonight. Yeah. Clap it up for yourselves. Clap it up for David running the one twos in the back. I'll leave you guys, I'll leave all of you with a pro tip. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. You're welcome, you're welcome. Yeah, you're like, that's a thinker, but it's really, it really works. Um, thank you all so much for being here, and I really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. This will also be on a podcast. And uh, have a great night. Yay!
Diana Ross and the Supremes but the Temptations, but really it's Diana Ross and the Temptations. I don't hear much of the other Supremes on this track, but it's fantastic, and it's from that album they did together in the mid to late 60s that I can't remember the title of, but the title of this song is Try It Baby. So here is Diana Ross and the Supremes with the Temptations on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers is Fordian's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship 
as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. And get them out of your goddamn... Oh, you seen that light? Mm-hmm. Okay, so can we get some radio? Lights cut on. Can right. we get some radio? Since we can wish today. Right. I wish the the wish the music works, universe. <laughs> so I can put my uh, motivational songs on today. Do y'all hear the crunch? I do. You do? Okay, sure good. Because my friend, we're going to do um, Dollar Tree Snack Crate. 
so because i can't afford to get the regular snack crate right now mm-hmm. so I'll go to dollar tree and buy snacks that you would never buy and then try them on the air oh, mm-hmm. right. so i seen some like super fire um dang i don't know what the chips is called i want to call them in flamingos flamethos flamitos they flamitas tubertos maybe I don't know. Some some flame, some turbo, mm-hmm. some hot. I want to try those. They got some churro chips. Those are gross. If you get them from the Dollar Tree, I don't know what they taste like. That's if you why get them I, from the Dollar Tree, don't get them. That's get what we do in Dollar Tree snack crate. There's a better place. The Mexican stove. Oh. Churro chips. Doña Tere probably has them. Churro chips. They're churros. They're little churritos. They're really skinny, right? Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Don't <laughs> get them from there. Don't do it. I'm going to do my Dollar Tree snack crate. Don't, don't get churritos from the Dollar Store. Oh, my God. It says churros. Get them from the churro man. The Elotero. He has all that shit. And he makes it. That Dollar they Tree chips? shit. Churrito chips. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all heard it here first. Elotero man has Don't get no Chorito chips from the damn Dollar Tree. Just... Don't you dare. Well, now my this my Dollar Tree snack crate dream. <laughs> down the drain. Well, you can do anything <laughs> else, but don't be, do don't do right. the don't do the Mexican Chorito shit. We don't say Chorito's, it's like churros. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do what you gotta do, <laughs> but when you be like, "Oh, these is gross," that's the point. Like- to try them on the air, and then I'll be like, "Blah, okay, this is disgusting." And then you try it too. I've tried to be filled. Oh, you try them again. What color was the bag? It was a clear bag. Wrong. This uh, is a brown. This is a red bag. See, you never tried bag. these churros. Oh, I never had those. All right. Right. It could be. Don't you dare try it. It's like churros. They probably re- reinvented it. <laughs> they might be good. Where's the little Debbie Outlet store, though? I'm trying to find some cosmic brownies. Debbie Outlet store. I thought they was, uh, was that the, what was That's it called? Hostess. Entertainment? Yeah. Yeah, hostess. <laughs> the, the hostess with the hostess. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> I will try all the hostess snacks. Maybe they'll sponsor me. Uh-huh. Hostess! What's hostess, what's up with you? Try to try your snacks on there. I'm going to try hostess snacks on there. Universe, that's an affirmation. It's 11-11. Affirm some shit, y'all. Universe, hostess going to pay me to try these snacks on there. Sponsored by Boots Mobile. You better. <laughs> so, after this, at the beginning of the month, I'm going to go get some hostess snacks that I never tried before, order them, eat them on air, and see where see where it goes, and drink them. Hostess and Hennessy. What oh, you mean, no? I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She shook her head, and her, I, my, I was like, she was like, the fuck? <laughs> that was more of my reaction. That was the fuck reaction. It was like, the hell? Yeah, Hennessy and Hostess? Yeah, get drunk and then try these snacks. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. It's fluff, it's, that's bread, that's flour. It's going to get in your system and your gut. In your butt. I'm just trying to try some snacks on air. Just like everybody getting famous for eating snacks on air. I'm just like, <laughs> I love to eat. Why not me, Lord? <laughs> send me, Lord, send me. <laughs> <laughs> I love chips. 
Can you believe it's only 6.06? I feel like we've been here for 45 minutes already. Bro. That's how it always feels when you're a little late. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Okay. That's how that, that was me this morning. We got our white candle lit for purity and new birth. So everybody, you're going to be reborn tonight. If you're wondering what I'm crunching on, I'm eating Cheetos Crunchy. Extra flaming hot. Twice as hot. They're telling the truth. <laughs> they are pretty spicy. I'm over here like... <gasps> <laughs> My goodness. I do. She needs some milk. I don't even drink milk though, so I got to drink uh, coconut milk. Breast milk. Oh my God. At least I won't fuck with my stomach. Cow milk fucked me up. So. You gotta get the you right. Girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lactate all day. Mm -hmm. You right. We stocked up in our freezer. Or I could just lactate for you. Do you have breast milk? That's crazy. I think I could. <laughs> She's like, squeeze. No, but I think I could. Oh no, God. like for real. Yeah. Can you? Because I still am. No, you can? Like, for real. Bitch, I squeeze my nipple and some milk come out all the time. I want to be a wet nurse. Jesus. Yeah. Well, does that mean crazy. you can get a job like that? I don't know. Yeah, you can. They gonna milk me. They're dudes who want to breastfeed. Oh Lord. <laughs> you done. You about to get paid? Oh, put that in the universe. Oh. You done. <laughs> <laughs> I want to breastfeed for money. <laughs> I don't want to feed no damn kids. Fuck them kids. They can eat infamil. <laughs> That's why the world's fucked up. Exactly, because we feeding breast milk to men. Grown babies. Grown babies. <laughs> That's why I don't have kids of my own. I'm like, I don't need a kid. I'll be aborting and adopting Hello? Men. I already adopted a bunch of grown men. Mm -hmm. One of my grown men today was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, <laughs> what you going to do? You going to come get me? I don't got no gas. Well, what you going to eat? Yeah. What is it? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I can't do. If See, you don't come get me, I can't. Care package? I don't care. Listen. <laughs> when I was over his house. The twenty dollars I had, I spent on me something to eat. Uh huh. He should have got in on the first. Do you want something? He did not. So I only had eight dollars and eighty-seven cents for me for the next round. Mm -hmm. His fault. Yeah. So he's hungry now, eating oatmeal. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for your Put muscles. Some sugar in it. Sugar and some butter. Sugar and some Boy. butter. <laughs> Some brown sugar. Mm -hmm. Ooh, some butter. Get you some toast. Dip it in there. Let it sit in there for a little bit so it can soak. He tripping. He living his best life. Oatmeal is good when they want to be. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Doña Teres. We were where we get our tacos across the street. They're really good, delicious, authentic Mexican tacos. I love them. I always shout them out. One day we gonna get famous together, don't you? Tell us. You hear me? Cheers. Right. And shout out to Jacqueline's Heart and Soul. That's the best kale salad, y'all. Jacqueline's Heart and Soul has the best kale salad at the farmers Smothered market on Sunday. Chicken. Smothered Rice, chicken. Oh, bread. they got food food. They got food food. Not just that nasty rotisserie nah. chicken. Well, I thought the rotisserie chicken was good. Don't let me lie to y'all, y'all. I didn't like it. She didn't like it, but I liked it. It tastes like.
potatoes or chicken? It's too much rosemary. She don't like herbs. I don't like rosemary. She I like, like herbs. She all like kinds of herbs except for rosemary. You don't like rosemary at all ever? I like it as a like a oil. Like I would smell it. Mm-hmm. But not in my food. Okay. Mm-mm. I like that. I don't like thyme either. I like rosemary chicken. I like rosemary. You can't do too much. So like, that's the only people flavor. Do people do too much. Yeah. Her problem is. Like, it's like white people seasoning. Yeah. It really like they like discover rosemary. That's the only seasoning they discover. Exactly. It's like oh, rosemary and thyme. That's exactly what it is. That's why you don't like it because they don't have no salt or pepper in there. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> yeah. You eating rosemary chicken for real? No me gusta. That's probably some spiritual mm-hmm. chicken because you know they use rosemary in a lot of. A lot of magic. Not in this kale salad, though. She's eating kale salad. Mm-mm-mm. The first and bite. I literally thought it was just going to be disgusting. But changed my... The first bite takes control of all your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Like... There's some lemony dressing shit on here. So the first bite, you, you got to take with a warning. Mm-hmm. The second bite, pretty damn good. It's delicious. I love kale now. It's all right. I mean, it is delicious, but it's all right. Like, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Ah, it's cool. I still like my regular green salad with my tomatoes and my cucumbers and my avocado mm-hmm. and my croutons. Mm-hmm. That's all this need. And it'll make it better. All right. What else does it have in there? I seen like, it looks like cucumber and avocado, but all you taste is kale and lemon. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Cabbage in there? I think it's cabbage. Some cheese? Mm-hmm. There's cheese in there? It's a secret. I don't know. It's not fair. That's not a good sign if you can't tell what the food is. In no, but it's a salad, though. The <laughs> flavor. I know it's a salad. It's good. No, but I think it's like kale, mm-hmm. cabbage, and their dressing that they made is like some lemon shit. Lemon something dressing. And they just, like a coleslaw. Coleslaw, but like kale. With all the carrots and the other stuff. It's just uh, the cabbage. and. It was good. I would eat it again. I think it's really good. I found my snack for the farmer's market. That's what's up. The farmer's market don't have, it has a lot of snacks, but I don't really know. They have a lot of snacks and they don't have a lot of salads. Where's the farmer's market? At Jack London? Everywhere. Well, the one she got that from is Jack London. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. She just moved from New York. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, yeah. welcome. Thank you. How was that? How was getting here? How was getting here? How was living here? It was, I love living here. I'm over on 24th. Mm-hmm. Over on 24th. That's not far at all. Oh, no, it's the shit. This neighborhood is great. Really? Oh my god, the Panamberias and the I live across the street from the best tortas. <laughs> so good. Isn't that Torta Locas place or no, that's Oakland that I'm talking about. What torta place are you talking about? Oh, I don't know what the fucking name of it is. Is it on the corner? No, it's in the middle okay. of the block. In the mm. middle of the block between York and Bryant. Mm. I know where Bryant is. I don't know if I know what York is. It's York is like the next block up from Bryant. Mm. 
And they make tortas? They make tortas, and they're so good. The carnitas tortas. I love tortas. Yeah. I love tacos, and I love tortas. We're going to have to go. Mmm, they have grilled chicken? I don't know. I love grilled chicken I tortas. They, have, like, they make chicken milanesa tortas. I don't know what that is. They have, oh, chicken milanesa. Uh-huh. <coughs> stick with the carnitas, though. She said they 